0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit
2: heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
3: It's pizza
4: day! Every day is pizza day at Roberta's, but today is special pizza Why day! Why is today not li- unlike other days?
3: <laughs> Great way to start. <laughs>
4: shouldn't that yeast be, shouldn't that bread be
3: unleavened? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I come through here every day and I see all these happy people and what do they have in common? Pizza. pizza. They love pizza. They yeah. love pizza. Pizza is the universal truth. It's true. A lot, of, a lot of love has been brought through pizza. And yet, so many people are making bad pizza, but not our guest today, the 21st century Colossus of the Pie, <laughs> and the author of the forthcoming book, Revolutionary Pizza. It's uh, my good buddy, Dimitri Serkin nicolau <laughs> <laughs> that what you mean? Hey, you got it, first try. <laughs> um, who has done me the great honor, the best thing that ever happened to me in my entire whole life, ever, ever, ever. He created the the Mike Edison Dirty Pizza. When my uh, Dirty, Dirty, Dirty book tour came through Chicago, we made the Dirty Pie, and I'm still rocking and rolling and collecting <laughs> dividends on that. So thank you, my who, friend. Who Not cares at all about
4: royalties when you have pizza named after the, you. Yeah,
1: that, that was the idea. I, I mean, thank you for coming. That was a fantastic, uh,
3: fantastic little spiff. We had that was great. <laughs> Fuck the Pulitzer. Give me a pizza. That's what I said.
4: <laughs> this is like when Bill Donahue put me on the bad Catholics list. I've never been prouder really? in my life. That is yes. so
3: hot. Yeah, I want that award. That yeah. is so. It was hot.
4: great. I had to share it with um, several other people, but it was it was a it was a proud moment. That, that, is,
3: that is like like of Goddess Land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a new book coming out, Revolutionary Pizza, and I've I've been to demos and I've seen the madness um, and the yeah. insanity that comes out of your kitchen, basically your 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 stoner art project <laughs> that has turned into like two fantastic pizzerias um, up in Wrigleyville and uh, down in Lincoln Park. Sorry, uh, in in Wicker Park actually. Wicker Park,
1: yeah uh yeah no, that's uh you you've yeah you've uh come to graced us with your presence That was that was great uh yeah- w- w- what can be said I mean it's pizza there's but you don't lots make
4: you don't make the traditional Chicago pizza you know
1: we don't make the traditional Chicago pizza Good. yeah well yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> hatred uh about that type of pizza uh but no i'm a I'm a New York pizza person myself, so this is this is kind of more my thing. I'm very excited to be here at Roberto's try the slices
4: I've got. He's salivating through our window at these girls' pizza Normally we call this, this is the
3: awkward date table, the table right in front of the um, studio window. Um, but they're just noshing. They're just, they're just noshing. Just they're they're just friends. They didn't, they didn't sleep together last no, night, these girls, did they?
4: So. No, because they wouldn't be eating in front of each other. Although, no. who knows? Like, Yeah, who knows? It is pizza. <laughs> yeah. They,
1: they were probably d- eating pizza before they... That, yeah, is that, is that, that, that a, a euphemism?
3: You're getting, <laughs> yeah. d- you're getting dirty, dirty, dirty? <laughs> <Right here. laughs> um, you're, uh, Demos is famous for the s'mores pizza, for pizzas with mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and chicken and waffles and barbecue and steak. Yeah, um, I, suppose, I suppose I can give a little background about what yeah. we do. I, yeah, I guess our,
1: our idea, like I said, I'm a New York pizza guy. Uh, that's, the, that's my opinion. That's the best type of pizza. Uh, but our idea the concept is basically you just take the best possible crust and you take a whatever your favorite food is, you can deconstruct it and then reconstruct it on pizza. So we've put almost any food you can imagine on top.
4: Chicken and waffles pizza? Is it really delicious?
1: Do you love chicken and waffles? Do you love pizza? (laughs) Yeah, it's that delicious.
4: (laughs) I was reading... Okay, I have a little issue with dessert pizzas. I'm not on board. Okay. But I saw the S'mores pizza has also cheese on it, so is that like a salty, sweet sensation? Because I could get with that. You
1: could get with that? Alright, well, good. Then you will. You should need to come to Chicago, and I will show you. Uh, It really helps hold the moisture of the Uh pie together and keep everything together. It's not so much... It's not so pronounced. It's not something that is you don't get that salty sweetness that you're that you're looking for. Why well, did
4: I recommend the period pie, which would be salty and sweet? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you would have so many menstruating women at your, at your place. <laughs> the period pie. The period
3: pie. Hmm. And, and, um, I don't know, I guess you give out maxi pads instead of napkins <laughs> or something?
4: <laughs> Nobody uses maxi pads. You do right? when
3: you're eating the period pie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would a For those of you not on the bad Catholic list. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but I love the there was the cherry pie, uh, which was also a bit dirty, dirty, dirty. But that was a sweet pie, and that, that was great. Like it was like a cherry crumble. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. We did. Uh, it was actually a punczki pizza. We did. Uh, punczki is a Polish donut they have on Fat Tuesday, and it's big in Chicago. Large Polish population. So we decided we would turn that into a pizza. And, oh, people, I mean, they went crazy for it. The poontang pie. Yeah. The, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought that's what you said at first. I, you know, I got a lot of questions from home home cooks. Oh, home good. pizza cooks. And I've made pizza myself. I, you know, I do a kind of half-ass where I buy the dough and then I do it that way.
1: Well, why would you do it half-ass? That's the question. <laughs> I know.
4: Okay, so here are my questions. Is a pizza stone really necessary?
1: Absolutely.
4: Okay.
3: Wait, is, you have to be stoned when you make the pizza. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you... You both need to be stoned, and you need a pizza stone. You need
4: a pizza stone. Okay. <laughs> Explain
3: the pizza stone for for people who do not for, know. For the, for the stoners who,
1: <laughs> who have forgotten already that it's important. Yes, uh, the pizza stone is important. It's uh, it's the heat transfer uh, vessel, right? So you have to put it in the oven. You need your oven to be nice and hot, depending on the type of dough you have. But if you don't have that, you're just going to miss out on the crispiness of the crust. It just does not cook the same.
4: Okay, so that probably solve some of my problems I would right say that's there. that's
1: probably like 75 percent of people's problems when they make pizza and
4: also not making my own dough yes what about yeast uh, now there's like the packaged yeast and then there's fresh yeast people fall into two camps
1: yeah it's better always to use the the active uh wet yeast uh but you can use the dry stuff if you you know if you need to
4: if you don't have a, if
1: you don't have access to it, <laughs> but you guys are in New York, there should be. I mean, you should be able to walk to well, any pizza place and, excuse me, give me some yeast. I really? Do, well, well, I've, want, I've bought, i dough in
3: pizza place. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, just just yeah. saw me some dough, and they're always happy to do it. Mm. Although I'm, I'm into making the pizza bagel, you know, which is which is the real signature riff of a stoner, right? <laughs> I've invented over fourteen thousand variations, Judy.
4: Fourteen thousand. Only fourteen thousand. <laughs> I'm up to
3: fourteen thousand. I've only been doing it for thirty years. I've only been smoking pot for thirty years. So that's actually not true. It's more like doing the math, doing the math, doing the math. Don't
4: do the math, you. Yeah, you're don't just doing yeah, right don't you're do ahead. the
3: math. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be too. Thirty-five much. years of, of, of stoner-inspired pizza bagels, which you know, it's the kitchen sink. Model of pizza bagels, but when
4: pizza bagels came to Rochester, New York, where I grew up, it was like it was a revelation. We were <laughs> so excited. My
3: the favorite,
1: my favorite thing I've ever seen is Inception pizza. It's a pizza on top of a pizza on top of a pizza. Like so you just keep making mini pizzas and putting them as toppings on top. of the, It's
3: just amazing. Did you make that? Uh, we I made it before. Yeah, did oh, not I, sell I, it. I get it fun. now. I'm thinking like, like Inception, you know. I'm, I'm thinking it's like the movie Inception, like the movie. Yeah, like the movie Inception. You got okay. it yeah i got a it. dream inside a dream inside it but a pizza inside okay it, so you get it
4: how long do you let the dough rise do you go overnight or oh you've is-
1: got to go overnight you have to go yeah. overnight. yeah
4: now what about butter inside the dough
1: uh no no you sh- dough should be simple you uh flour water yeast sugar salt and oil
4: so sugar definitely
1: it, it depends on how you like your flavor but yes
4: okay it's not just to feed the yeast.
1: No, it is to feed the yeast.
4: Okay. Oh, oh I, I, I
1: apologize. Yes. <laughs> Salt is for the flavor. Sugar is to feed the yeast. If you don't do that, that's actually my favorite part about the dough. If you get a little bubble in it, in it you know, the reaction, of course, the CO2 and uh, alcohol, uh, and you pop one of those little bubbles and you, you, get, you get a little <laughs> bit drunk. It's like a mini pizza shot. And I'm dead serious. I
4: had no idea. I love pizza
1: science. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of science behind it.
4: What, did, what else did my friends wonder? Oh, what was your, like, biggest topping fail? What did you think, like, oh, this will work?
1: <laughs> we try, Well, first of all, we think everything will work, <laughs> and until we're proven otherwise. Uh, pad Thai pizza, that did not work. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a mess. But I, we you swing hard, you know? <laughs> Asian pizza yeah
3: I can see that that's hard cheese is not a large part of their yeah. culture now. no I'm, I'm, I'll tell you things that I don't like on pizza like, I'm against the pineapple thing I always was yeah, yeah. Um, like, and Hawaiian pizzas things like that um, in Europe you see a lot of eggs on pizzas which I don't like um, And I know people here are sort of in some of the Fancy schmancy pizza places. Like uh, I was pizza. gonna say. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I ordered
1: one with an egg. <laughs> I did, yeah, I'm not
3: into the egg on the pizza. Well, you I, get a whole. I, pizza. I did that. Yeah, I, I, that was strategic hey, on my part. Hey, I'm aware. Knock, knock yourself out, buddy. <laughs> um, but but I can't get with it. But anything else, you know, I do think a pizza is a blank canvas upon which we must paint our dreams. That well, I mean, I can't I can't agree with that <laughs> any more
1: than what you just said. And that was that was actually one of the funnest parts about writing this book is that uh, at the end of the day you know the pizza is really what you want it to be and you spend all this time like everyone's like thinks to themselves let's make pizza let's sit down and make pizza and when it comes out i mean it can look pretty disgusting or you know not look great but it doesn't matter because you've made it with your own hands and there's a little
3: sense of pride there so
4: what if, okay now obviously i'm screwing up my pizza by not having a pizza stone
3: or a stone person there to help <laughs> or a
4: stone person because i'm not a weed hopper like mike um <laughs> The um, fresh mozzarella, I'm always like, oh, this will work better, but then it's just like a gloppy mess.
1: Uh, well, why is it a gloppy mess? Are you using good fresh mozzarella?
4: Yes. Probably because it's packed in water and I don't drain it enough.
1: You, that, yes, that's <laughs> okay. important. Yeah, do not put the. Yeah, you, that's a good point. They just do that to keep it fresh for longer.
4: Okay, so I let it sit in like a sieve or something.
1: For- uh, yeah, just let it drain out. Till, I mean, you know, 30 seconds should be good. Cut it up.
3: Put yeah, I mean, I'm buying the fresh stuff, and it's usually made that day. Um, no, not I mean, like, like, really fresh. I, mean, I, I live in a nice neighborhood where I can get fresh mozzarella. you can mozzarella. do that? Fresh mozzarella has just been pulled. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And, you know, but it's not stored in like like, one of those tubs of water. It's just wrapped in sulfane. Um, the big question we're talking about, is salted or unsalted mozzarella? Uh,
1: well, I think you've got to go salted. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you're just not going to get as much flavor as if you get
3: unsalted. And I, right. think, I think two part of the things I understand when you talk about when it gets a little gloppy sap of water is um, you've got to use a hot oven. And, you know, a lot of our home ovens maybe don't get as hot as they need to be. Sometimes I finish it in the broiler. Yep. You know, which is what I do with a lot of cooking, too. I mean, whether it's a chicken or whatever, you, know, you can put it in the oven at 400 maybe or I, 350. I, I
1: go 500.
3: You go 500? And you know, that's a the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go out there. What's the
3: oven at? That's probably at 800 degrees. Yeah. And that's why you got to blast it in the, yep. the broiler you gotta- to really get that thing going. Yep, yep. Or
4: you could be like Gwyneth Paltrow and build a fire-burning pizza oven in your backyard in Manhattan.
1: She did that. Yes. Really? Wow. That's actually where I'm going next.
4: going <laughs> next? Yeah.
3: <laughs> What's her thing called? Let goop. me call her. Goop. She's <laughs> making some goop
4: pie? Goop pie. It's probably macrobiotic with vegan cheese and vegan <laughs> meats. What are your thoughts on the? I, like, I refuse on, uh, to on, try on, vegan on cheese. Vegans,
1: well, uh, I mean, it's, it's not, not cheese. cheese. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I, like I said, pizza. It, it should. It's honestly, it's like it's a uh, food of the people. So if someone wants to eat pizza, they should find a way to do it, and if that means they need to have vegan cheese to do it, you'll help them. Yes, I will help them. I'm pizza all about that. is the
3: food of the people, it, it and you are is. their Spartacus. And I,
1: <laughs> I will take that. I will take that. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what we were talking about—the dollar slices earlier. That's like. I mean, you can't ask for a better example than seeing a... Modern th- petrol technology.
3: Yeah. <laughs> basically. I mean, I mean, I mean, mean. there's nothing that's vaguely artisanal fresh or... Not, a, not at all. You know. But they're big
4: pieces filled with grease and fat. Yeah, so for can, a dollar. Like,
1: yeah, that's just... I mean, I just think that's amazing that they you, you have a market to sustain that. That's incredible. Well, I mean,
3: what's the margin going to be in a dollar piece of pizza to, and how many do you have to sell to keep a store open? I,
1: I, I don't know and I would not be uh, happy looking at their books.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't go those places, I just the whole concept scares me. You well, know? now we're spoiled babies because
4: we have Roberta's pizza.
3: Yeah, but I like, but okay. Well, let's talk about buy the slice pizza. Sure. You know, which is definitely a New York thing.
4: You don't have that in Chicago. No, that
3: is exactly what we do. Oh, we are okay. pizza. Oh. Oh. the there are, there by
4: are the slice.
1: almost no pizza by the slice locations in Chicago.
4: Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, because what you call pizza in Chicago is actually bread with a bunch of shit on top. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> well, then there's that. And I'm not against the concept of focaccia or bread with garlic and sauce on it. It's an okay concept, but that's not pizza. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you're going to compare apples and oranges, and that's, you know. But pizza by the slice in New York has been really a fixture of our, our lives and lifestyles for so long because that's, I mean, New York is a place where you see people eating pizza walking down the street. Yeah. That, yeah. I loved the St. Mark's slice, was my favorite uh, for years.
4: That was this place on Thursday. Avenue that every drunk punk rocker went to, uh-huh. and every drunk New Yorker probably went to, it was in the East Village. It was probably like a dollar back then, or seventy five. Yeah, yeah, they climbed up
3: like a buck fifty before they closed the place. But the, the,
4: the crust was like about two inches thick, and it was it was like a Stouffer's,
3: and it was like just covered with lots and lots of cheese. And but it was good; it was delicious. I, it, you know, like. Um stromboli too is taste different as a bit of a spicier sauce for another classic East Village location. Um of course there's what we believe to be the original Rays, um, on Sixth <laughs> Avenue and Thirteenth Street, yeah. which is now called like original like Ray Pertos or something because of right. because famous Ray fought with original Ray and, you know I I love how it's what we believe to be the <laughs> Well I've we always count. accepted that location, Thirteenth Street and Sixth Avenue to be like the epicenter of Ray. There
4: have been arguments about this.
1: I, I know that yeah. it's yeah. That's It's a valid thing to debate. Uh, have you
4: tried John's Pizza?
1: Uh, I have not. So, I think John's is I, great, despite yeah. the fact that it's such a tourist
3: place. I think John's Pizza rocks.
1: Uh, wait, I mean, here's my thing. Pizza in New York, anywhere you go, I mean, and I should... I should not be careful anywhere. how I say that, of course. But just by the slice, it's such a thing here that there's so many places that you can just grab a good slice. But there's, a, there's a
3: lot of tired pie, as I call it. You know, it's been sitting under the lamp for too long. It's not coming out of the oven fresh. Yeah. And it's just made by guys who don't really give a shit. And the cheese, I don't know where they're getting it. But it's obviously, you know, it's, 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 not anything it's, good. it's processed food. Yeah. Basically, it's processed food. Uh, We want to take a break. We're waiting for some pizza. But, you know, nothing says pizza like punk rock.
2: (laughs) Cue the music. So
3: let's take a quick break. It's Mike and Judy with Dimitri from Demos here on Arts and Seizures Broadcasting Live from Roberta's. We'll see you in a second.
2: Super awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor
3: of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Crazy, crazy, crazy.
4: (laughs) How do you like that eggy pizza there, uh, Dimitri?
3: Can you give me a moment? I'm still eating. <laughs> no,
4: talk right now. Talk right now.
2: It's delicious.
3: Man, it's like that egg on a pizza thing. I do not get it. Like, like I said, this is so I can eat all of it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very clever, clever ploy. <laughs>
3: yes, because uh, as you know, I am the original pizza whore. There is nothing I wouldn't do for a pizza. <laughs> nothing.
4: <laughs> so, Dimitri, when my boyfriend heard your name he 's Greek, he was uh-huh. like a Greek guy making pizza he's so he was so excited he 's going to go visit you in Chicago this week. How did a Greek Jew get involved in the pizza game?
1: Uh, great <laughs> question. Well, neither my parents are much of uh oh I guess my dad's a cook, so he cooked all the time and uh, my grandma both on both sides uh, that's that 's the Greek and the Jew thing together. Mm-hmm. Eating is important yeah uh, so that 's how I, I first uh, kind of got into food and then I was going to school in a city called Madison, Wisconsin. University of Wisconsin Madison
4: Stoner School,
1: am, amongst other trouble, <laughs> trouble things. Yes, and a wonderful educational institution, mm-hmm. of course.
2: <laughs> Thank when you, alumni association. And lead.
1: Yeah, uh, so uh, I worked at a place called. Uh, called Ian's actually another uh, location there in Madison and they had a, a similar concept and uh, it's kind of where I cut my a roots s-
3: a similar concept of getting stoned
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you've seen the pizzas that we have like I said we put everything on pizza macaroni and cheese is the most popular slice
4: yeah I mean I'm a fan of, of the starch <laughs> on starch I like I've always wanted to go to I this is a dream I have to go back to Pittsburgh and have that Promonti sub with the uh, french fries on it oh delicious. yeah yep um what did you order us today? We put we put Dimitri in charge of ordering our pizza for us. And this, this, and this next, this Mike next and I have always shied away from the egg on pizza, but...
1: But I, I went for it. You went for it. Yeah. Uh, so I believe this is the Lionheart. Right? You have no idea how difficult this is. You want me to talk, but you also put two full
3: pizzas <laughs> in front of me? Like,
1: I don't know what I'm... I don't, are You're you sure?
3: You're salivating, aren't yeah, you? Well, I'm is, going right for yeah, this. Yeah, get in there. There we go. Is, there I, we can, go. I, can't, I can't help myself. <laughs> this looks
1: gorgeous. We yeah. haven't tried this one. This is uh, the Lionheart. Tomato mozzarella... Uh, A little bit of pecorino, prosciutto. Uh, Brussels sprouts, which I like the addition of Brussels sprouts here. Because you don't expect that with a prosciutto.
3: But no, but it's a nice little uh bitter edge to it is nice. Yep. Um I oh, yeah, I like a bitter green, you know, a little like a broccoli rob, yep. you know, with, with your pasta is always good. They're very creative here. We're fond of the uh, crispy glover and the bee sting, which is a little honey with a little spice. Ooh, the beast do they have dessert pizzas here? <laughs> no, they don't. No, but oh, we can don't. have a regular pizza for dessert if you like. Yeah. <laughs> we
2: can still have
3: more pizza. Naturally. <laughs> you were thinking about the inception pizza and the whole time I'm thinking about the beginning of Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta putting the two slices together, <laughs> right, folding them over onto each other. Okay, you want to know a story that's, that's, about... That's real New York pizza style. Yeah,
1: you want to know a story about uh, people eating dessert pizza? Yes. And uh, together with a story about folding pizza together. Uh, so our location that we have in Wrigleyville is uh, close to Wrigley Field, which is hence the name of the neighborhood. And there was some sort of bar crawl happening. There's a lot of bars in the area. And a, a kid came in, maybe 22 or 23. He had a drink or 18. And... Order two slices: a s'more slice and a spinach feta pesto slice. Oh God! <laughs> and I and I give them both to him, and he looks at them and he looks at me, and he does the unthinkable. He full he puts one on top of the other and just starts eating it like a sandwich. And I'm just staring at him. <laughs> he has no idea, but he loved it. It was good. Dinner and dessert. D- it, it yeah,
4: being economical. Yeah, he he's very efficient okay. with his time. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. How's it tasting? This, try this lion's or This We haven't yeah, had this one. This. I'm not, yeah, not no, on this show anyway. Uh,
1: anyway, so uh, to answer your earlier question, you, you asked how I got into pizza. So I, I started there in Madison, and uh, after a little bit, uh, you know, I kind of realized uh, we, we are fortunate enough to live in a capitalistic uh, society, and we get the ability to do the things that we want. And if we can do them well, and we can, in this situation, run a business well, uh, you can make profits, and with that, you can do whatever you want. And, so
4: what do you want to do?
1: Um, <laughs> Get stoned to make pizza? Yeah, can you not tell? No, but uh, you're very no, you're
4: committed to the, your community. Uh, yeah,
1: very much so. I mean, I think that uh, the whole... Uh, my, my whole philosophy is that you look at... Uh, non-profit businesses and you look at for-profit businesses and there's this massive divide between the two. Mm-hmm. In the non-profit sector you have a massive inefficiency and I and I'm making a sweeping generalization I would but apologize. But you're pretty people. much right. Uh, I, I think so. And then in the for-profit side you see people that are, you know, Cutthroat, all money is the only thing. And I think that there's space to, to work in between and to take both.
3: Very much the Heritage Radio and the Heritage Foods philosophy. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I mean, really, go. that's the homegrown philosophy about here um, is that it just can't you know, be obviously about profit, 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 because at the end of the day, everyone is going to suffer. Yep, yep. And um, especially with pizza, which the secret ingredient is love. <laughs>
2: oh my God. <laughs>
1: If and someone, punk rock.
3: <laughs> if someone asks
1: me what the secret ingredient is, that's always my answer. <laughs> a little bit of love. Oh, blah. Yeah. Do,
4: do you ever get sick of pizza?
1: Oh, absolutely not. No way! Wow. Do you?
4: I, I, I actually do. Kinda. Really? I posted
1: a picture on my Instagram a little bit ago, and uh, mm. someone commented. They said, "Is it weird that I think that the only food you ever eat is pizza?" And I said, "No, because that's <laughs> almost that almost is I eat two or three slices a day." Wow. Well, it's the perfect food, man. And how
4: are you skinny?
1: Uh. A little bit of luck, and then uh, and like Adderall, and then playing soccer. Okay.
4: <laughs> Two or three slices a day. I mean, you don't eat it for breakfast.
1: Uh, it's the first. Uh, yeah, pizza's okay. good.
4: Cold yeah, pizza. yeah, cold
3: pizza. No, no, no. All, it always fresh. Don't you find that cold pizza always tastes better? Like if you're just standing there in your underwear, outside with the refrigerator <laughs> door open. <laughs> there, there's something to be. That's
1: exactly right. It's like. It's not the flavors It's not any one thing It's the idea that We're eating
3: this from yesterday It's it's, Set and setting It's a perfect That's it It's mm -hmm. the perfect pizza occasion I call it a pizza occasion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But You know I mean the thing with pizza is like I've always said it's like It's like blues music There are so few ingredients And yet The majority of people Fuck it up You know I mean how many people Don't get it right (laughs) A a lot of people (laughs) I mean I mean, how do you fuck it up I like the pizza here too The Pizza Rosso Which has no cheese on it Which is just um, basil and garlic and the, and the house red sauce Very light And that's We give to our vegan friends the, Our one vegan friend <laughs> That comes through <laughs> here The one The one we tolerate
1: well, I, I, I Just uh, give me a little bit of a Explanation about this place They're not vegans that come here
4: Oh, yeah, there's vegans in Bushwick. It, yeah, welcome to Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah you know,
1: the, the other theme that I was hearing a lot while I was, I stayed in bed when I was here, uh-huh. and I, I must have heard the word gentrification probably 40 times. Everyone arguing about whether it was good, whether it was bad, when it was happening, where, all sorts of it's stuff. It's bad
4: and good. I'm being gentrified out of my neighborhood, but I'm getting a payoff from my landlord, so uh, we, that's good. I
1: heard about that also, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, my, my my friend said she was going to get the, offered $30,000.
4: She can do a lot better.
1: Okay, I will tell her. I'll Thank talk you. to yeah. her. All right, all right. That sounds good.
4: Um, yeah. I mean, it's because, I mean, Brooklyn in particular has turned into a brand. Manhattan is actually cheaper than a lot of parts of Brooklyn.
3: Well, some parts of Manhattan certainly are. Um, you know, I mean, the gentrification thing in our lifetimes, we've talked about this. Um, when I was a kid, I wanted to live in Greenwich Village and that dream sort of died. It became uh, expensive and it became a tourist mecca. Um, you know, later, know, was sort of like, oh, I think I'll move to Soho because I'd like one of those big empty factories. Wouldn't that be <laughs> great to go there and be an artist? But that dream sort of died as well as... Um, you know, it became like a Mecca for fashion and whatnot. I ended up in the East Village, which was the next logical place. It's still like progressing east. Notice how we're moving east. Uh-huh. We keep getting closer and closer to the water. Yeah, um, Until you have
4: to make the hop over, uh, the, over river. the river. You know, I see. And
3: I did leave it in the, in the East uh, Village. And, of course, that became a very historical. Um. <laughs> see, everyone what loves it. Look at it. What making pizza.
4: friends with the ladies. <laughs> so this, this is going to be the second date table. <laughs>
3: Ooh. La la. Um... These village, that's when we heard about gentrification the most because there was actually a riot that the, the board was being gentrification, although there were certainly a lot of other reasons for that riot to have happened. You know, there was a, I mean, there was a tent city in the park, and there was a lot of things going on that even a reasonable person, you know, who was against gentrification or wants to maintain the neighborhood knew things were going, you know, sideways in a bad way. I mean, no one likes crime, right? No, no. I mean, we like to romanticize the old Times Square to some degree, but, I mean, no one really <laughs> is for crime. No, no. I'm
4: kind of for crime.
3: Right, which ones? Arson? Um, well, that's why you won that award. <laughs>
4: Yeah. That, I won that award for sluttiness,
2: actually. That <laughs> I, was, I like not the a crime. honesty.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yes.
4: That wasn't criminal related. I'm I'm really, like, I did go to Catholic school. I don't really commit crimes. <laughs> and guilty. then Jew, Jewish criminals? Yeah. Well, not,
3: not in the pizza industry, anyway. Yeah, not, not in the pizza industry. What, so do, what can, do you the eating?
4: Where can people, we're running out of time because it's so Fast, and now we can eat, which is great. <laughs> but tell us about your stores. Where can people buy your pizza?
1: Yeah, so and- if, if you're in Chicago, uh, please swing by. Uh, there's a location in Wrigleyville uh, on Clark Street in the middle of kind of all that chaos. And if you have been to Chicago, you know what I mean. Uh, and the other one is located in Wicker Park. Uh, and
3: the Wicker Park place is very hip. It's got a little stage. You're doing some gigs down there? Yeah,
1: we do uh, live music on Saturdays. Uh, yeah, and, and Wednesdays as well. And yeah, we actually have uh, artwork that rotates all the time. So we, like, there's a lot of artists in the area, so we try to incorporate that in. And in professional studio. wrestlers and, prof- and professional
4: uh, CM writers.
3: Punk. How, can we, out go, there, how right? can we go without mentioning like you know, yeah. my favorite of your clients, uh, CM Punk, former WWE champion, now uh, MIA A. Wall. He uh, left the reservation, but last time I was there, we had lunch with CM Punk, and um, you actually made the CM Punk pizza? Yeah, that,
1: the, we, we had a connection to him. Um, uh, Natalie Slater, you said you, you tried to get her to call, she couldn't come in? Uh, today's Why not Natalie's done. day, but
3: she's probably, her ears are burning as we talk about vegans. <laughs> well, she, that's probably <laughs> true. Yeah. We love you, Natalie.
1: Right. Uh, but yeah, so she, she got us connected to CM Punk, and we thought, you know, we should make a pizza in this guy's honor. He's a Chicago-made guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what was, yeah what's hero. on
3: his pizza? It's the go to sleep.
1: The go to sleep. So naturally, uh, go to sleep is a signature move to finish his Which opponent. Which involves some
3: sort of like reverse headlock and dropping someone on their neck until
1: they're unconscious it looks pretty good so did the pizza of course and it also needed to help you go to sleep so naturally what, what are we going to go with Smoke turkey the trick oh, fan, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, a little bit of Swiss cheese, French fried onions on top. Oh, uh, wow. Potatoes. Oh, it's fantastic. And the whole thing weighs about 230 pounds. <laughs> and I got to tell you, he, he, he came in and he made the pizza himself. We actually sold it by the slice. The one that he made. I, I don't know if anyone even knew that when they bought it. The first one. Uh, and, and he tweeted it and within probably two minutes, boy, people were rushing in, wow. Oh my God. So nice to meet you. And he's such a down to earth guy. I mean, wasn't it? Yeah, it's was incredible. No, no, such no, no, a no, good no. guy. But, uh,
3: definitely like a very earthy uh, approachable down to earth guy and um, oddly for a guy who uh, was really at the very top of the professional wrestling profession is so not about that certain level of cave and glitz and bodybuilding and bullshit that um, the business can be about so well I hope he makes it back I am missing him on TV you uh, know
1: whatever he does he's going to do a
3: fantastic job there's no question count on it all right as always it's been the fastest half hour on the internet today Uh, Dimitri Timos Pizza your new book is revolutionary pizza it's already available available On Amazon, so please go to Amazon and do it. Make an advance order, pre order right now. Um, I wrote the forward one of the great honors of my life, and one uh, of the
4: great forwards of all time. It really, it
3: really, you know, I, I went the distance for that one because you, my friend, bestowed upon me the greatest honor a man can have, at least until the Carnegie Deli names a sandwich after <laughs> me. Well, now we have some name for it. <laughs> so, uh, right on, we'll see you in Chicago. Um, we got WrestleMania coming up. We're doing a WrestleMania show. Maybe you'll call in, maybe we'll get CM Punk to call in because I he hear he is the day off. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks, Judy. Thank you. See you Chicago is for uh, Mike and Judy and Evan in the booth for Dimitri Demos, Roberto's Heritage Radio Network. See you guys later. This is Arts and Seizures.
1: Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network.